1: 24-month financing is available with approved credit for 90 years we've been right here right now right rug
2: flooring you know you've got a comeback in you when you take the next step you're going to make it count for your career for your family for your life
3: Well, well, well. Chip, chip, chip. Here we are. Hey,
2: hey, hey. You know, I
4: almost <laughs> accidentally hit leave meeting. I was like, that would be the perfect way to start this off. <laughs> that would be savage. Would be so it's like we're here canceling
3: shit and you're like, canceled. <laughs> Boom. Bye. Canceled. So, the I'm podcast. out. I'm out. <laughs> well, the reason I started with such hesitancy, if you want <laughs> to to anyone who's listening, We, Chip and I, first of all, have done this podcast without pressing record about 10 times now. (laughs) And I finally was like, we have got to stop doing the podcast without doing the podcast. Like, that's what we say when sometimes we're prepping and we're analyzing and we're brainstorming and we start having these conversations. They're actually really good, like, debatable conversations a lot of times. And I haven't pressed record, and then we come on the podcast, try to say the same thing, and it never works out the same. <laughs> oh,
4: true. But with this one in particular, there's a little bit of sensitivity, and we wanted to make sure Nuance, that we didn't cross a line. Yeah, so mm-hmm. we were sort of getting our ducks in a row, and we also don't necessarily like we agree on it, but we it's like all of our points aren't exactly the same. So true. we wanted to talk through it a little bit, but um, well, let's talk through I it with little bit. We weren't exhaustive.
3: Yeah, (laughs) let's let them in on what we're talking about. So this month, as you guys know, obviously on the podcast, we always pick a word of the month and this month's word is housekeeping. I was actually really excited about this one. This to me really resonates as like how I try to live my life as a human in general. Like I kind of just am always wanting to do this deep dive. I find life to be very fascinating. I find the way people operate to be very fascinating. And so this like really excites me, this word. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, the second week of the month on the edge, we always try to incorporate a pop culture theme. And so Chip and I really went back and forth on this one, like really went back and forth. We also, we're really tired of like, we don't want to like bash celebrities. We talked about that a couple months ago. Like we kind of wanted to shift the way that we did the pop culture thing and just talk about things that are relevant in pop culture, but not necessarily and and fun and light and all the things. And that's been really difficult these last couple of years. I know a lot of you guys have emailed me and they're like, oh, the format's changed. It's too serious. And I'm like, "What? Well, are you living in the same fucking world I am? <laughs>
4: because
3: shit is falling apart. Our pets' heads are falling off. I say it all the time. It's just like <laughs> life is hard right now. And so it's really difficult some weeks to find these positive, like happy, light topics. And as much as we want to bring that to you guys, we're just humans living in this world too. And I'm like, damn, like, can Mercury, Mercury not be so fucking retrogradey? Like right. this is hard out here. Yeah. So that was our debacle, was just like, how do we keep this light and fun? How do we do house cleaning with the pop culture topic? Because if we're really talking about the things that are going on, it can be kind of heavy. And we just kept going back to the topic of cancel culture. Well, because that
4: seems like you know a a metaphorical house cleaning. Like if you're like, "Oh, this person's bad, get them out of the pop culture, clean them Um, out." Yeah, and I mean, my personal stance is I could give a fuck. Like, you know, celebrities to me are people that are just famous. (laughs) You know, like, yeah, it's I don't care about their marriages. I don't care about that kind of stuff. Obviously, when people do something that is horrific and illegal. Yes, there need to be ramifications for it. Them having a different opinion about something than me, I could give two shits.
3: You've always Um, had that mentality that that's yours is like, let live and let live. And that's the way you live your life in general, which I actually think that's something to aspire to and something I think I was telling you before we started, like, I am craving that. I wish everyone would just live and let live like you do you, boo. Like, where did that go? We're we're human. (laughs) Yes, Um, we are human. Go ahead. Did I I cut you off? Well,
4: well, no, I was just, you know, my version of house cleaning, you know, in this topic was just like, hey, how can I do a little bit of cleaning of myself Okay. um, and my own house when it comes to celebrities and pop culture? And it's like to remind myself that like, In the grand scheme of things, getting caught up in a lot of this bullshit and the cancel culture that surrounds celebrities is really a huge fucking waste of everyone's time.
3: Right. You texted me and you're like, it's just so dumb. And it's like this indication that we need to... We needed a term for online outrage, and which I thought was so fascinating. Yeah. Because the reason you like said canceled, that to me,
4: like, what does that even mean?
3: What does it mean, right? Canceled. And the reason we say what does it mean is because the more we researched who's been canceled, a lot of them are back. You know, you're either <laughs> yeah. in jail or you're back. That's what right. it felt like. Like it was just like one or the other. And again, like we're not sitting here trying to condone bad behavior. I think it's also a little tricky, though, if I'm being honest, as people who work in the entertainment industry, I'm like, this shit ain't new. You think Harvey Weinstein stuff was like, that's, he's not an exception. That is like been rampant. And obviously, like the Me Too movement really did help change a lot of that stuff. I really do Mm -hmm. think that. And I feel like some of the things that we have fought for have gone very extreme at this point. And so I'm just exhausted. And I think a lot of people are feeling that. It's like, Really scary to even say anything. And that was why I was like struggling with this podcast because I'm like, how do we talk about how
4: are we not going to get canceled and not get
3: canceled? (laughs) Like, what, how do you say anything about anything these days or have an opinion about anything and not just get the shit beat out of you for having an opinion?
4: Well, you know what I think is the most toxic part of the cancel culture? Tell us. Is when people who. When pe- someone speaks up that literally never had an opinion about that person or that thing before, like, like I'm gonna give to an example, speak, up to speak up. yeah, just to have an opinion or just to be part of the discourse. And like, I'm gonna give an example, like, please do the whole, the whole like Balenciaga,
3: oh, right, like
4: outrage about them. Like, I don't even remember, they like. Put like
3: they had kid. It was S and M clothes on like teddy
4: bears or something.
3: Yeah, that the kids were holding. So there was children involved, and then there were these teddy bears that had like kind of S and M type, not ropes. What are those bondage bondage kind of looking stuff. things? Yeah. And people were like, "Why?" Which okay, fair. Why that was just a bad artistic direction. It was stupid, but like. To get rid of all, I, this is what I'm saying. It's like to throw away
4: your really? clothes. Also, also, did um, you
3: really throw away your clothes? Though? That's what I want to know. The people but, who acted like they were throwing away, I was like, "Where's the receipt?" That's a lot of, of money. <laughs>
4: but m- I would, I would venture to say, a lot of the people who had online outrage about it have probably never purchased a single piece I'm, of Balenciaga because probably. it ain't fucking cheap.
3: No, you I know, guess, it's, okay, so it's this, not
4: your average person that's running around in Balenciaga,
3: right? The the point that I think that is so like perfect here that you're making is just like, like why are we so black and white as a culture? Like, and and we've talked about this a little bit, and we'll get into this in a second with the Will Smith thing, but we're so black and white that instead of saying, hey, that campaign needs to come down, reshoot something, do something different, like. Take a beat, get some new creative direction. That one didn't work. That one didn't hit. How about just don't
4: buy Balenciaga? Or, you well, know what that's I mean. It's like too.
3: This is what I'm saying is like you just didn't like the ad. The ad can go down, and then let's all fucking move on. Why can't Balenciaga still exist? It's a it's a creative like fashion is creative.
4: It's meant, meant to push buttons. All of it buttons. is
3: creative expression. It's meant to push buttons. They just that was just not one that hit. Right. So take it down. You know how many ads... audience didn't like it and move on.
4: Well, you know how many like f- memes that I get um of, like, ads from the 80s that if they were on television today... Oh,
3: could you imagine?
4: Would, I mean, scenes from movies. And, by the way, all stuff that we thought was funny back then mm-hmm. or completely safe to say, um, but, you know, our as a culture, we've gotten really sensitive, overly sensitive... Overly
3: and, sensitive, I agree. And
4: overly, like... Um, divided. So we want. It's like a. It's all about the gotcha moment. Like one
3: hundred percent. Let me catch you doing this thing and right. prove that you're a bad person. And the point that you miss there is like, are you doing everything perfect in your life? Because I know it's like I am definitely I'm definitely not.
4: <laughs> I mean, no. which is probably why I don't post that much on Instagram. Like, yeah. you know, I like I have scars, you know, I have bruises and bumps. I am not a perfect human being. I own my mistakes, but, um, you know, <clears throat> I certainly don't want to be canceled for them. I think part of the human experience is learning from the things that we fail at and that we do poorly
0: mm-hmm. and that we just
4: get wrong sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. like I have said things. You know, that I didn't mean it in a bad way, like, and had to be had that, like, a friend address it with me so I could explain it further. You know, it's like, I think it's, um, we've lost in society in general. I think we've lost, like, the ability to under to, like, um, to include the intention you know i like,
3: love that point yes it's
4: like look i'm sh- there are plenty of things that people say that are off color and should not be said but before we take things or do things it's not just it's said or done i think before we have knee jerk reactions to everything we should think about the intention behind what was said or done mm-hmm. and give someone a learning moment rather than just being like i'm done with you fuck you you're canceled mm-hmm. and It's, but I, you know, we live in a we live in a world now where people want fucking clicks. Like, they want they want someone to respond to them. They want the celebrity to comment back to them. They want all of those. They want things to be driven to their Twitter pages and their Instagram pages just so that they can feel that validation. And that's so stupid. Stupid to me. Well,
3: we we did a whole podcast about the Will Smith slap of Chris Rock. This was mm-hmm. God, when was that? A year ago, two years ago? I don't even remember. Uh, it and it was
4: Probably was it the Oscars this year?
3: No, it was two Oscars ago. Like not this Oscars, but then the Oscars before. Okay. So two uh, whatever that is. You guys do the math. I'm not gonna February good <laughs> or January. I
4: don't know
3: when they are. Yeah. But anyway, um, you know, I I was very much on an island with my opinion about the whole thing. And never, ever, ever was I condoning that Will Smith should have got up on a stage and slapped Chris Rock. But what I do find in our culture, and this is a big generalization. So take this with a grain of salt, everyone. But like. We're lacking in so much empathy. And like you said, like, we don't look at the bigger picture, like of all the other things that are probably going on. And especially with celebrity, we hold them to these standards that are like, you better be a fucking robot or you're gone. Because, like, we don't know what Will Smith was working through at that time or what his childhood looked like or why he felt the need to defend his wife. Like, we don't know those things. Would another person going through the same situation have felt differently, maybe, but his life experience in that moment, I do believe, had made him have a a reaction. And if you are a human who can sit in front of me and tell me you have never been prompted to a reaction and then gone, well, shit, I I did that
4: wrong. I handled it really poorly.
3: Correct then props to you. You should be in the Guinness book of world records, like put you in a museum of some sort. You need to be studied by a scientist because that is like a miracle, but we like, didn't look at that. Everyone just looks at the behavior. What Number one, he apologized. Number two, it seems like he went on like a year long journey of healing and looking deep into the trauma that was behind it. But to me, I'm like, does Will Smith need to never be in a movie again? Absolutely not.
1: He's a great (laughs) actor.
3: If you know anything about me, you know I am a massive creature of comfort. It is one of my top priorities in life to make my surroundings comfortable at all times. So when I found Cozy Earth, I quickly scooped up all of the luxurious bedding and loungewear that I could. The temperature-regulating bamboo joggers and pullover crew add comfort and a touch of style to any travel ensemble, and their bedding comes in the most adorable totes, making it a super easy gift to give anyone. Discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code VELVETSEDGE at the checkout for an exclusive 35% off and let them know we sent you when you're at the checkout.
2: at purdueglobal.edu.
3: I look at that and I'm like, well, shit, at least he's owning his mistakes. There are many people and many people that I know in the public eye in like in life in general or whatever that just will never apologize. So props right. to him to apologizing yeah. on such a big scale and owning his mistake and going, well, shit, I have some stuff to work on. Like, what else can we ask of people? That's what I want to know.
4: That's called a learning moment, you know, and it's like, God, it happened on the world stage and it, obviously it will never happen. We'll never be have the opportunity to make a mistake in front of that many people, I hope. Um,
3: <laughs> I was going to say, you know, I do think he Is did the right thing. Want... And
4: it's like, you know, but <laughs> I was entertained by the like craziness of the whole thing because it was a crazy moment in pop culture. OK, but. I had nothing to do. It had nothing to do with me. Like, my opinion really didn't matter. And I do think, like, um, it was important. But I do think it was important for him to address it. And he, I like, I think he validated himself. It doesn't take away the fact that he did something wrong. But he manned up, apologized, and took action to better himself. Right. And I think that's what is missing from a lot of this, like, all the cancel culture stuff. Like we, you know, we've obviously had some major things happen in Nashville this year. And I think the approach that a lot of people take is just to not address it. And it goes away. Mm. I don't know that that's necessarily the right thing. I think it's like, it's important to like acknowledge that you upset people and say that you're going to do better.
3: Yeah. (laughs) What I think is what you talked about and, and I've talked about this a lot because of my experience on reality TV, like I was coached and told by multiple people in publicity, like don't acknowledge this. This isn't true. If you weigh in, it becomes a bigger thing. And almost, and I think that that was right as far as I I probably wasn't going to be able to escape the hate. And I really needed that story or wanted that story to go away because it affected like, my personal life and my huge client base that i worked 20 years to build that were totally separate of that. Like I had other things. I had a family happening at the time, like with children, like there were many things that factored into me being like, this is not, it, first of all, not a representation of myself and then also not a war that I wanted to be in. It was very painful. It was a real friendship and all those things. But I will say not saying anything has like almost been terrible. It probably
4: prolonged it, to be honest.
3: It definitely prolonged my healing. I will say that. Yeah, that's what I
4: mean. Your healing.
3: My healing and like the fact that I didn't say anything. I think there are just people who just assume certain things about me and never will not. And now it's like so late in the game that it's just like. I don't think that they're the people that are probably following me anymore to, you know, to even like, it doesn't, it's just it's different. And like, and the truth way, is
4: their opinion of you doesn't really matter. You know, it doesn't, like, does I built
3: an online business, so yeah. it does matter actually. Like that's what people don't get is they're like, you can't worry about what people think about you who don't know you. And you can't, but that is also a huge ask of someone. Like, You know, you hear the Kardashians say stuff all the time about, well, you just can't look at comments and you can't. But like as a human, that takes a lot. They have gone through a lot of fucking hate to get to that point. They've gone through a lot of practice to get to that point, because as a human, no matter who you are, no matter how successful you are, no matter how pretty you are, no matter any of the things that we deem as like a person who could be untouchable, you're just not unless you're a fucking sociopath, like it still hurts. It just does. It messes with your confidence. It messes with your relationship with yourself. And I just think it's interesting that we keep pointing the finger at these celebrities that are fucking up. And I'm like, yo, you're on social media, trolling someone you don't know, weighing in on a situation that you know nothing about. People forget the entertainment business is just that. It's entertainment. Yeah. Like there is so much false, false. what's the word? Like, uh, damn it. <laughs> I hate when I'm on a rant and I forget. I don't know how to say a word, <laughs> but there's just so many false narratives presented all the time in the entertainment right. business. And it's like, if you guys knew what was really going on, you'd be like, ugh! like, it's just I don't know. I think because we have such an insider view of it, it changes everything because you're just like, this is insane. Like these people are sitting at a keyboard yelling at someone. Like I know many people who should probably be yelled at that way who aren't. And then you see the ones who like (laughs) say one thing or like me, like I never had bad intentions in my situation. My situation didn't even really happen, but I was like, Used as a storyline. And so I had people who would never know, would like, would never know me or didn't know me or whatever, telling me they wanted me to die. Like, what? (laughs) Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I just, yeah, go ahead.
4: Well, I mean, it's, I'm going to try and like bring it back a little bit more centered too, because in doing research, trying to find like ridiculous ways that celebrities were canceled, I found some things that like, you know, that Balenciaga thing that I brought up. The, I'm going to give another example. The, okay. the whole like Ticketmaster debacle around the Taylor Swift concerts. Like,
3: what did Ticketmaster get so,
4: canceled? Ticketmaster, they tried to cancel Ticketmaster and I like
3: can't even keep up. There's you know, just... the
4: Tennessee Attorney General said that he vowed to investigate Ticketmaster, but basically it was like, you know, a bunch of irate Taylor Swift fans or parents of Taylor Swift fans that weren't able to get tickets to what was. Arguably the hottest tour of the century. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people waited in line for eight hours. And it's like, do you mean to tell me that every single person expected to be able to get a ticket to something that has limited tickets?
3: Apparently, it
4: just, you just didn't win that time. Go to another fucking city, you know, or it just wasn't your opportunity to see it. And it's like, how can Ticketmaster be held accountable? for the rooms that she is playing not He's having enough seats to accommodate every single person that wants to go like that's right. just life sometimes it doesn't work out for you and it doesn't make Ticketmaster the enemy the Ticketmaster does enough shitty things like with their the the fees and all of that like be mad about that stuff but like you you know sorry you didn't get a ticket like it doesn't it doesn't mean that you should go on and try and cancel a company or that the, that our legislature needs to get involved because taylor swift fans didn't excuse get a ticket excuse me our
3: legislator got involved i don't yeah, even the, know the about ten, this.
4: the 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 Tennessee attorney general vowed to investigate
3: that's what we're fighting <laughs> what
4: yeah like what
3: oh my god yeah
4: and it's like There's only so many tickets, people. Um, And I get it. People are mad. And I guess back, maybe this is me showing my age, but like back when I was a kid, if I was upset about something, I had to complain to my sister, my friends, or my mom. Mm -hmm. You know, like.
3: Now it's like. Now you go online and bitch.
4: And so it's like this big public bitch fest.
3: It's exhausting to
4: me. It's exhausting.
3: Like you were making some points earlier about, do you remember when I was just like, I see, I just don't even want to like. I, I can, I'm like so exhausted I like don't even want to talk about this but here we are on a podcast here we are in public and I'm just like uh, but aren't we tired like can't we all just get along like I totally resonate with Rodney King nowadays like I'm just uh, like it's just like why what are we doing and I Look,
4: I, just, I, I think the biggest problem with it is there are look there are plenty of real injustices that are happening Mm-hmm. You know, all over the world, politically, culturally, socially, there's plenty of things. But because there's just, I'm going to use a big word, a cacophony of oh like people God. bitching about dumb shit.
3: I wish the listeners could raise their hand on if they like, know what does, that means or not. Does anybody not sure know sure what cacophony so means?
4: It's just like a noise um, okay. where lots of sounds come together as a cacophony of sound and anyway it's like there's just like it's literally like we're it's it's white noise we're complaining about everything so that does anything really matter at this point because i feel like we're all missing and that's not to say that there aren't people that are shouting about the things that are important because there are people shouting about the things that are important um but you know it's like being upset at sia because of a someone that she cast in a movie without knowing what went into the casting process is a waste of people's time.
3: Well, I think it's hard to say that there are certain people arguing about the things that are important because who gets to say what's important and what's not, you know, like, and I think the Sia argument in general, I read that one too. I The weird thing is, is like, it's happening so much that the articles we were reading about who got canceled and all the stuff. I was like, they got
4: canceled? They got canceled? What like, got I, canceled?
3: I couldn't. Yeah. The Sia thing. I hadn't even heard about that. Well, but I there's... also
4: think that like, again, we use the word cancel too way too loosely. You know, it's just a term Yeah.
3: Now. well she they got she got in trouble for some casting stuff that um she was trying to do a movie about autism. Is that correct? Yeah, about
4: a about a nonverbal girl with autism right. that Which was healed to... through music.
3: Sure, which is seemingly a great topic, I would think, and trying to shine light on autism and and healing and all of those things. And because she didn't cast someone who was actually autistic, she actually said she tried. Yeah, but, she
4: actually said she originally did, but it wasn't a good. Um, well, the experience girl was too overstimulated.
3: Yeah. yeah, and the actor actually backed out. It sounded like. But so yeah, she got attacked for that and she actually fought back, which you were saying, like, I think it's great when you fight back. But then there's people like DeBaby who fight back and they really like hamper down on like he said some really cruel things. He got called out, and then he just would not let it. He go. doubled down. He there's doubled a difference down.
4: between double down, doubling down and and standing up for yourself. And the the I'll I'll read what Sia said. She was like, Um, she was like, I cast 13 neuro atypical people, three trans folk, and not as fucking prostitutes or drug addicts, but as doctors, nurses, and singers. She wrote fucking sad. Nobody's even seen the dang dang movie. My heart has always been in the right place. And then she added, I actually tried to work with a beautiful young nonverbal girl on the spectrum and found it, and she found it unpleasant and stressful. So that's why she cast Maddie. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's like the the point i think that she was making is like you know don't come at me when she was actually the, the intention was really good she was trying to share a story and shine a light mm-hmm. on the plight of people that struggle in the world mm-hmm. but it was overshadowed by people being upset about something that they didn't even know what the reason was or how well, it got That's where there. it starts
3: to feel like people just want to be upset. Right. And I think that that's what our whole point here is. is like, are we house cleaning the right things?
1: Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring
4: It's funny to me that this is the way that people try to connect with other people, because that's, oh, that's really what it is. There is an emptiness, and it's a tribe mentality. Yeah. Um, and it's like you know, again, it's also everyone's looking for clicks and validation online, which is really sad and scary. But it's the world we live in, and um, well, it's but all do, that we think,
3: know how to do, I think. Yeah,
4: I th- I think there's a tribe mentality to it, and it's like, you know. Politics has become so divisive and so, um, you know, it's, you know, I I read an article the other day, less than a million people watched the MTV video music awards, Mm -hmm. less than a million people. It had some of the the biggest stars in the world, but 12 million people watched the GOP first debate. Like that's
3: where we are now. So culturally politics, some of those people are
4: the biggest rock stars in the world, you know, like. That's what we're paying attention to, and but they've gotten so divisive that it's become this us versus them mentality, which then feeds into the sort of whole tribe mentality of like that's the side of the line that I'm mm-hmm. on, and what what we've lost is understanding, the ability to have 100%. a conversation, the ability, the ability to forgive to allow
3: other people to have different opinions than us. Yeah,
4: the yeah the ability to forgive, mm-hmm. and you know forgiveness isn't necessarily meant to be a gift to the person that you're forgiving. Mm -hmm. Forgiveness is a gift to yourself because it allows you to move on Mm
2: -hmm. carrying
4: around negative energy or hate or disagreement or all, whatever the word is, is unhealthy. Like there are people that, you know, I've cut out of my life that I disagree with, but I don't harbor any hate for them because it's just, I've forgiven and moved on. And I think that is sort of that it plays into the that my mentality of like sort of live and let live. Yeah. Sometimes it takes me a minute to process it and figure out, you know, where that person's gonna stand in my life. Um, but I, you know, I also firmly believe that some relationships are only meant to be of a small fraction of your life. Mm -hmm. Not everyone can be there from day one to day, day, you know. Yeah. Um, and it just bummed like I, I think this topic is a little heavier than either of us wanted it to be but I do think like my point is can we get back to the laughter can we get back to like allowing a joke to be a joke can well, we and get like, back being to some able to like, laugh
3: at yourself yeah even like I feel like yeah and I, I mean maybe it's a joke as a joke but like I, I agree like I I think to me I'm just like we're putting so much energy into more hate actually And so like, where is the love? Where is the kindness? Like, where is the allowing of other opinions and things that like our culture, our country is supposed to be built on. Um, But it takes grace and it takes empathy and it takes letting go of your ego sometimes and, you know, dropping down and being like, huh, I wonder what else is going on for that person or like not personalizing things so much. And these big movements, I think, I think the reason I get upset about them now is that I do feel like they did serve a major purpose. And obviously, like, I want all of those things. Like, I am all for the women. I am all for ending racism. All for all the things. And there's always going to be bad seeds in that, too. There's people who take advantage of the movements. There's people who are going so extreme with it that it's absurd, you know, and they're just trying to get money from suing a big corporation for stuff. Like it's sad. It's actually really sad, but that's always going to be the way our world is because where there's people, there's problems. As my mom says, like, (laughs) it's just the truth. Yeah. We're, we're,
4: we're fallible people. We're human.
3: But does it do, I guess the question is, does it do any good to put your energy into hating those people? Or is it better to like focus on what can I bring to the situation that's positive? Or like, how can I be kind here? Or like that kind of thing, you know? And and I think I've had a lot of lessons of that in the last year, even of just seeing like, so we are still really doing this, this like gotcha mentality, this whatever, and just watching it contribute to what I view as the bigger problem in our culture right now. And the only thing I know how to do in those situations, and I don't know if this is right or wrong. This is just like what my instincts tell me is to go in and be kind, like, and try to like, to listen. And and I don't, I definitely don't always agree. I don't like, you know, but like, I actually also don't always need to share my opinion on everything. If that makes sense. Like, it's just sort of like, taking notes and just saying, you know, you're probably not a person that's like for me. Like we're not going to be friends. Like, and it's right. not like I say that, but like I can choose who gets to come into my life and who doesn't. I can choose what shows I watch, what podcasts I listen to, what music I listen to. But I also don't need to like get on Spotify and talk shit about these artists that I don't like their music. Like, you know well, of
4: yeah, I mean, I like to think it more as can we change canceled to sanctioned? and oh, it's like you know what i mean like, like, hit him hurt, like in the pocketbook. Yeah, yeah like i'm gonna sanction you like i you know what you're actually a shitty actor anyway i'm just not gonna see your movies like
3: yeah
4: <laughs> now you've proven you're a shitty person and i'm just not gonna see your movie for
3: now for now and yeah. we'll see how this plays out yeah. but i didn't maybe like you'll you make a good movie and
4: change my mind
3: <laughs> oh my god i love that sanction so
4: i'm gonna sanction people
3: Okay. So that's our house cleaning for today is that we're not, we're talking to you, cancel culture. And actually, I probably, I think probably most people listening right now are like in line with us that they're exhausted. Right. Everyone I've talked to is like, this is, this is ridiculous. Like, and also we're so sensitive and that's coming from maybe the most feelings, <laughs> the feeling, most person. literally
4: the queen of sensitivity.
3: <laughs> like if i'm saying it's too sensitive guys it's like out of control it truly is just beyond because you can't say anything any d- these days about yeah. someone getting upset like this is why i didn't want to do this podcast because i was just like <laughs>
4: oh,
3: i can't hear about it anymore or god forbid i say things that someone deems you know like i say it wrong and i'm just processing here like we're all like I think it's like you get put in an impossible situation when you have a platform because you're wrong if you don't talk about it. And then you're wrong if you say it the wrong way or if you say something or you get told, like,
4: shut up and sing.
3: (laughs) It's just like, good God, you can't win for trying. Let's
4: cancel. Let's cancel the hate. How about that? I love that. Leave with love. Cancel the hate.
3: Sanction the bad behavior.
4: Sanction bad behavior. (laughs) You know, because you can lift a sanction, you know.
3: That's true. And yeah, we deserve that. Yeah. You and I were talking about when we were talking about the ridiculousness of it. And like we talked about this in the Will Smith podcast as well. But the thing we miss when we cancel and we just get done with someone for one thing that they said or did wrong. I mean, I understand some of the things are not forgivable. And maybe it's a pattern of behavior that, you know, someone does need to like take a step back. And, and maybe there's legal ramifications or whatever you want to say but mostly when it's a situation like Will Smith is always the perfect example to me like if someone he's sanctioned right he got sanctioned he got sanctioned in my opinion yeah. and he, he will still
4: to, get hired he will not be canceled you
3: can't get up on a stage and slap somebody like no. that is just no. not okay it's physical abuse but he got so he got sanctioned but like again we're not if we just get rid of Will Smith forever We're not giving anyone in that kind of job the the chance to be human and the chance to like learn and grow. And isn't that the whole fucking point of life? It has been for me. It's not like nobody came here knowing how to do this.
4: But I do think that like just because somebody makes a single mistake, let's sanction them instead of canceling them. Because Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, it's like when you were in preschool, you had to go put your nose in the corner, but you didn't get kicked out of fucking school.
3: Well, because you're learning how to be, like, in a preschool, human. you're, yeah. what, a three-year-old? So you're learning how to maybe evolve into a four-year-old. <laughs> like, right. That is but it what, doesn't like, mean
4: that you just never get to come back. Like, it's like, no. hey, go put your nose in the corner and think about what you did and then apologize to the person that you hit on the playground or whatever it was. And,
3: like, maybe learn how to do it differently next time. Right. You know, we were taught as you're a kid, you're like, yeah, you don't hit when you want your toy. You ask for your toy back nicely. Like, it's like. Right. Where does that go as an adult? We don't have it figured out. Jigs up, guys. Like, <laughs> yeah, I feel like most parents would say that. It's like the order you get, you just think, oh, my parents had this all figured out. Then you become a parent and you're like, uh, I have no clue what I'm doing. <laughs> and it becomes really obvious, you know, and yeah. that's just life in general. So that's celebrities, too. That's all of it. Mm-hmm. It's all of us. Definitely yep. us sitting on this podcast.
4: <laughs> sitting up here judging all these bad actors.
3: <laughs> all right well if you guys have opinions on this i guess we're open to that no i'm just kidding we are open to them um i just ask that you always deliver it in a kind way and we're definitely i'm always open for discussion i just am so tired of being like just just no hate you know yeah, no if, you, hate. if you don't have anything nice to say or you don't want to have an open discussion where we have differing opinions like, keep it to yourself, I guess. I don't know. Well, you
4: but, know what? Or or deliver it as a question, like make it a dialogue yeah, and not I'd love just to like to an have, attack.
3: I'd love to have a thought-provoking problem. conversation, and I always want to be stimulated or learn more. Yeah, change that, my mind. Yeah.
4: Change okay. my mind. If, like, if you're if there is something that like you are that uh without being hateful, you know, if there's something that you're committed to so strongly in your beliefs then change my mind. Give me a reason to think differently.
3: Right. Don't but just I'll tell you how you don't change my mind hate. is if you just come hate me. Yeah. That actually just shuts me down and like makes me block you.
4: Hate so. me silently. I don't care if you like me. I mean, I do appreciate you listening. But
3: yeah. You well, hopefully you anyone who's listening, if you, yeah. And if you have anything to weigh in on, you can always email us at the edge <laughs> at VelvetsEdge.com. You can hit me up on Insta. I'm at edge Chip.
4: Send all hate mail to at Velvet's Edge. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you, you can send my hate mail like to Like That at bitch Chip knows the block button. So <laughs> C-H-I-P-D-O-R-S-C-H.
3: I'm sure I said some things that maybe I didn't fully mean in this podcast, but I really tried my best to Sanction us. Yeah. Well, also, though, I really did try my best to just express how I'm feeling right now. And feelings are not facts. We're just processing here today. So um, please take it all. Take what you like and leave the rest. That's what I would like to say. And as you guys go into your weekend and you're living on the edge, I hope you always remember to
4: act casual. God, please
3: act casual, guys. <sighs> yeah, Let's go. You
4: guys. <laughs> 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 Bye.
1: Bye.
0: Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
3: We went from normal life, healthy child, to acute lymphoblastic leukemia, or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope.